Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Premiering on USA Network this Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. At this time, I'd like to turn it over to WWE Executive Vice President of Talent, Live Events, and Creative, Paul Triple H Levesque. Hey, everybody. Thank you um, for joining today. Again, as always, I appreciate the support for, for everything that we're doing with NXT. Um, as Mark said, very exciting time for the brand, uh, taking its first step onto USA Network on a weekly basis starting this Wednesday. Um, you know, I just want to make sure that everybody is aware this Wednesday and the following Wednesday on the 25th, we will be one hour on the USA Network live and then go directly to one hour on the WWE Network live. So the show will still be two hours, one hour of live content on USA, one hour of live content on the network. Um, and then starting on October 2, we will be on the USA Network every week, live for two hours, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, so obviously, as you can see, exciting time for us in the shift. Um, talent are geared up. I think if you are paying attention on social, which I know all of you are, uh, their excitement comes through. Um, and it should be a, uh, a really strong uh, starting episode of NXT. Um, if you remember, we have a, um, a fatal four-way match for the NXT Women's uh, Championship number one contenders with Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae, Mia Yim, and Io Shirai. We also have a North American Championship match with Velveteen Dream, the champion, defending against Roderick Strong from the Undisputed Era with the opportunity for the Undisputed Era to uh, fulfill their self-proclaimed destiny of, of holding all the championships in NXT. And then um, also a street fight between Killian Dane and Matt Riddle, which if it's anything like their first uh, outing should be spectacular. So it's an exciting uh, time. I'm going to open this up to questions and I look forward to hearing them all. And uh, thank you again for the support. And as a reminder, that is star one to ask a question. Get yourself to one question and one follow-up. 
We will take our first question from Mike Johnson with PW Insider. Please go ahead. How are you, Paul? Congratulations for being back on the top of the list, Mike. Well, I, uh, I, I'll let Brian Fritz go out of uh, where I tossed him in, a, in about an hour, so I should be good. <laughs> um, I was wondering if you could give us some insight into uh, what will make you personally happy in terms of viewership for the series now that it's going to be on USA. When you guys had the special in December 2017, you did about 840, 841,000 overnight viewers. Obviously, with DVR and whatnot, the number probably grew from there. But I don't expect you to give us a definitive number. But in terms of viewership, if you hit that area, are you happy? Uh, what would make Paul Levesque happy in terms of viewership when the numbers start to filter in? Well, the, the truth is, um, you know, when we did that back then, the brand was slightly different uh, in a little bit of a different position. And we did it with almost zero promotion. Um, this is a little bit different, but my, the, the truth for me is I'm not necessarily looking. I think that the initial numbers are big, you know, uh, in meaning to us, I mean, but I'm, I'm really interested in the long haul of what it does. This isn't about uh, coming in and doing a, a shock number or something up front and, and hot shotting. This is about um, building a brand and a, and a whole nother franchise. As you've seen, we've done over the last, you know, five or so years with NXT. It's, it's been about one event after the other and building momentum and doing it right. Not, not rushing ourselves, not getting ahead of ourselves. We built the brand. Then we, you know, put it on the network and, and um, got to a point where we could do live specials and then added them as, uh, as we felt we were ready to do. And, and went further and further down the line and kept increasing the quality of the product. So I think we're here in this moment because it's the right time for us to be in a bigger platform, something we've been working on for the last year and a half, two years. Uh, the timing is right. Here we are. But I don't want it to look like, man, we're all guns blazing on these first couple of episodes, and I'm going to be uber disappointed if they don't do a certain number. I'm in this for the long haul. I want this show, you know, um, every week, week after week to build on each other. I want fans to, because if, you know, if you're a fan that's not aware of what NXT is, but you are into, you know, so to speak, the art form of what we do, I guess the, the pro wrestling side of it, the bell to bell, this is the product for you. This is going to um, reach deep into what you like and, and give you something more. So I think fans will find it over time, become enamored with it over time, and it will continue to build just like it always has. So that's a long-winded way of me giving you no answer, but I will be happy if it does more than it did the last time. And uh, but to put to put a cap on it, I don't want to put a cap on it, and I also don't want to set expectations that are either unrealistic or disappointing. In that you do something that's spectacular, and we should all be cutting backflips over but it's not the number that we put out there by a little bit. And people go, Oh, it's gotta be disappointing. You know, um, I, I will be happy if this show is great. And if talent have great performances, if we are able to put on something that we're proud of and, um, you know, that, that all the, all the talent that are there feel like they were able to showcase themselves in the best way possible. That'll make me happy. All right. And then I just wanted to ask you, 
if you could expand a little bit on your comments about the 205 brand. Uh, you talked with Newsweek about a week or so ago and discussed 205 Live shifting under the NXT umbrella. That's led to some conspiracy theories out there that maybe this is the beginning of the end of 205 Live as a separate brand. Uh, I was wondering if you could kind of explain what you meant there. Is it maybe 205 Live is going to be taped at full sale going forward? Maybe some of the talents are going to be absorbed back into NXT. Like, what does the future hold for the NXT, uh, for, excuse me, for the 205 Live series and the brand in terms of your vision? Hold on, Mike. Wait just a second now. You're saying that I spoke to somebody and then you guys took it and ran with it and created conspiracy theories and alternative universe suggestions? I don't believe that for a second. Um, now, look, it, it really, for me, there's an opportunity. The, the, the cruiserweights, the 205 Live guys, if you want to speak, and if you look at recent activities, you know, you've had some people like Chad Gable come in, but you've had also people like uh, Swerve Scott and, you know, uh, different people come up through the system and, and get there. I think it's more reasonable and that that championship sits better in an NXT umbrella that is more geared towards bell-to-bell action than it is on general entertainment. Does that mean that it, the, the, it doesn't mean any of the things that were speculated. It just means that that is where it sits better um, from a, from a perception standpoint so that maybe as time goes on and none of this is written in stone, but as time goes on, um, rather than seeing the cruiserweight championship defended um, in, un, you know, under a clash of champions banner or something like that, you see it at a takeover or you see it someplace else. It doesn't mean that it can't take place in those things. It just means that it will also sit there and create more opportunities for everybody within that brand as well. There's a lot of talented performers there. Um, sometimes they don't always get the bigger opportunities to showcase what they can do um, just due to where it sits and, and the, um, you know, the opportunities that they have. So if this can offer them, offer them more opportunity to showcase how amazing they are as performers, then that, that is exactly what I want to do. It, it's all about giving them the best opportunity. If there's an opportunity for them to do something there, uh, you know, and get more eyeballs, then I'm all into it. Well, I'd say there's no argument that Cruiserweights deserve more eyeballs behind them. Uh, thanks, as, thanks as always. Always a pleasure. I uh, appreciate talking to you. Thank you, ma'am. And next we will hear from Alex McCarthy with TalkSport. Please go ahead. Hey, Alex. Hi, Paul. How you doing, bud? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, fantastic. Um, I, I just wanted to touch on, obviously, I, I saw you in Cardiff and, and the fantastic show that was put on there. Uh, the NXT UK roster, there's been rumours that the likes of Pete Dunne, Rhea Ripley, maybe Tony Storm are likely to be full-time on the US brand now that you're moving to the USA Network. Um, you, that'd be a thrill for NXT UK fans and Brits like myself. Can you confirm or comment on those suggestions? So I think if, if you look at it in, in a manner of the NXT UK brand sitting in that NXT bucket, I think you're going to see a lot of performers that are um, regular NXT UK talent crossing over into NXT on USA Network and performing there and showcasing their brand and what they do there. Um, and, and helping awareness of that brand as well. Whether or not they become full-time um, 
on on either brand, depending where they are. Just like you've seen performers come from the U.S. and go over there, I think you will see back and forth. Um, that you might see a performer that comes into uh, full sale and has a two or three month run and then ends up back in the UK, like a, a, a sort of a program or a storyline here and then move back. I think you'll see back and forth. I don't think there's a hard line between those, um, you know, as, as much as you would see with, you know, uh, when there's a, when there's a hard brand split, uh, Raw and SmackDown, and you don't see people crisscross one, one is one thing and one is another. I think these brands, uh, you know, kind of complement each other and allow opportunities for both. So I think there's there is opportunity for Walter to come over to the U.S. and and be here at, at Full Sail, or or Tyler, or you know, uh, Tony and Piper and and all those performers to go back and forth um, and showcase what they do. It, it's all in a manner of giving them the opportunity to to get out there and show the world as many people as possible who they are and what they do. And I think that okay, keeps it and, also uh, just as as more to that. I think that keeps it fresh for fans as well, because they're constantly yeah. getting to see see new and fresh. You know. I mean, you mentioned yourself there. A bit of a two-headed question here. You mentioned yourself here. The the brand split. Um, is it safe to say? You know, NXT obviously now has a bigger platform. Are they going to be a part of that draft? Is it, is it a three-brand draft, or is it just Raw and SmackDown? Um, and in terms of NXT schedule. It's rumored that WWE is not going to do the city so much anymore. So, can we expect more takeovers in their own right? A bit like the Twenty Five show. Oh yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure exactly what you were asking there. Yeah, I got it on the end. Yeah, um, <laughs> n- n- none of none of that is changing. <clears throat> You'll see some different scheduling opportunities in the in the upcoming uh, 2020 calendar that are that are really scheduling changes. Um, <clears throat> I think it gives the opportunity. I, I keep using that word about, but it's, it really is. It's, it's the UK, the talent that are in the UK, the talent that are here, the 205 talent, however you want to look at them, cruiserweight talent, to have them have as many eyeballs on them as often as possible. So whether that's on any of those three shows, I think if you look at that all as sitting under an NXT banner, then Raw having its own and SmackDown having its own. Um, I think in, in this year, clearly um, – you know, as as we move into a draft period with with SmackDown moving to Fox broadcast, um, beginning of October on October four, I think as that draft hits, that that's going to be more focused on Raw and SmackDown and and where those brands lay out. Um, but going forward, who knows? You know, um, I think this is a work in progress, and as NXT continues to do what it's done for the last five years and grow by leaps and bounds, um, you know, my intent is to create. And I think it's there, and we'll, and we'll see as we move forward. But where there are three distinct, very distinct brands: Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and um, and they all have a different feel and and flavor to them. But they're all WWE products, and they all represent something slightly different, and all have their own meaning and and everything. And and there's no, you know, up down. It's it's all lateral movements. Great, Paul. Always appreciated. Thank you. And next, we will hear from Jason Powell with ProWrestling.net. Hey, Jason. Hey, good morning. Can uh, you tell us about the Worlds Collide event that's on the calendar for the Royal Rumble weekend and and what that means for takeover specials? 
Yeah, so as I was just saying, you know, the, the takeovers will continue. Um, there's some schedule shifting going on, and I think you'll see that. That is in, a, in, a, in an opportunity to better serve our network subscribers to give them uh, more and more uh, live content, which obviously live is, is attractive and is, is a key. So to give them more and more of that on a more regular and more frequent basis. So uh, NXT takeovers, as you've seen over the last few years, will continue. But like uh, like the question before this was, you know, uh, will you see like 25, the individual Bridgeport shows? Yes. You know, um, some of them will be connected like WrestleMania weekend or whatever, um, and some will not be. And then where there are not, there are opportunities to do other content. So, you know, having an opportunity to do a Worlds Collide event where you have under the same banner, but you have separate branding. Um, and, 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 and at certain points in time in the future, possibly that those aren't under the same banner, but you have the opportunity to take sort of different brands and have them compete against each other and kind of get these one-off um, events that are spectacular that for our, um, our more, uh, you know, passionate fans that, that these are very, very meaningful events. And, and we, you know, we, we did some of them last year at access and we did some worlds collide event, uh, events there where, you know, you saw the UK talent against the NXT talent or, Cruiserweights versus uh, from 205 versus UK or NXT or even some Raw and SmackDown versus NXT and, and different things. Um, that's that's really where those events are headed, and I think you'll see that they're very uh, fun, exciting, spectacular events that that don't necessarily um, impact the brands themselves from their own individual storylines and where they're going. It's an opportunity to, to cross combine and make some interesting content without having to take away from what they're doing individually. Okay. And also with the weekly NXT series being two hours in length, do you feel the need to expand the length of the takeover specials to accommodate more talent? Or are you pretty happy with the, basically the five match setup that you have now? Yeah. I mean, I think we'll look at that as it moves forward, but like, it's it's not about length of time or amount of content that you're putting out there. Like clear, clearly, I want it to be enough, but I also don't want it to be too much. Where you start to get into a a place where you know I, I don't know about you, but I'm I'm the guy that when uh, if I'm looking at my watch at the end of a movie, going how much longer is this thing? Uh -huh. I feel like it was, you know, maybe, maybe they might have cut a scene or two out, and I would have been happier. Uh, so I, I don't want to get into that space. For me, the the takeovers are more the build to epic stories, right? It is the build of the shows, and the shows have to be spectacular in of themselves. But if you're reading a book and there are chapters that are really good, but they're building to the big spectacular blow-off chapters, and those are the big epic moments, that's what the takeovers are. So it's really trying to build to these epic storylines and give you those big moments and keep the, the weekly shows as entertaining as possible and as meaningful as possible while always building towards the, you know, the kind of the crescendo event, so to speak. And, and if, if we can maintain that, then I, I think it's all about um, if something, you know, 
again, to go back to a movie reference, I've seen movies that are an hour and a half that I thought were mind-blowingly good, and I've seen movies that were three hours that I thought were mind-blowingly good. I've also seen both that were terrible. So it's about the content and the build, and if you build it right, um, it's not about the, the length of time. Hopefully you're not even considering it when the show's over. You're just going, man, that was good, you know? All right, thank you. Thank you. And next we will hear from Neil Docking with Daily Mirror. Hey, Neil. Go ahead. Hey, how are you? Good to speak to you. Same. There's um, there's been talk of a new um, NXT UK uh, mid-card title uh, being in the works. Um, Is that something that you see uh, in the near future and part of the expansion of the uh, NXT UK brand? Yeah, you know, one, I, 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 I... don't like the term mid-card title. I just feel like it's like, just why don't you just call it the title that if you're not good enough to get to the other one, you take that one. Like, it just sounds terrible. Um, but uh, that's it's a, these brands are constantly growing and they're constantly being evaluated for what's needed. Um, I don't see the need for that at this time. I know that's been speculated a lot about, but I think, I don't know, somebody put it on the idea on the internet, I think, and then everybody just ran with it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't necessarily see it at this time, but I'm also not opposed to it, you know, and, and maybe very shortly down the line, that is an opportunity. Um, I, I think it just depends on, on how it moves forward and where the brand goes. And, you know, you want to make sure that you have enough talent. You want to make sure that they have um, opportunities that everything means something and that, you know, you don't just have a, a championship for the sake of having a championship, but it really doesn't mean anything. You know, if, if, if it gets confusing and there are just too many, um, then that doesn't do any, any good either. So, uh, it's, it's a constant evaluation process, but, but right now, while we thought about it, it's, it's not necessarily in the works. Okay. Um, Sam, I mean, one other thing I was asking about was Killian Dane. Um, Obviously, we saw him move up to the, the main roster with Sanity, um, and then he's returned to NXT now, and as you alluded to earlier, he's going to be part of this match with uh, Matt Riddle. Um, how do you assess um, Dane's um, potential and his, uh, his sort of current uh, state in the NXT landscape, you know, having returned to full sail? I think just like I did when he was there the first time in NXT, I think he's a phenomenal talent. Um that is a a sponge for growth and wants to get better all the time. And that's really what I'm looking for. Um, You know, there's always going to be ebbs and flows. There's always going to be things that work and things that don't. Um, The beautiful thing about what we're creating, in my opinion, is that we are creating opportunity where, you know what, you're doing something here and then you get an opportunity to do something else. And if it works, phenomenal. If it doesn't work, okay, there's other opportunities here. There's opportunities, and, and there will be opportunities all over the globe. So it, it's not about um, just where you are at the moment and, but boy, take this risk. But if it doesn't work out, thanks for coming. Um, you know, there's, there's opportunities to continue to grow, to continue to grow, grow creatively and, and expand and do more. And I think that over time, you're going to see that, you know, even just now, the opportunities for talent to um, excel, say, in NXT, and then move over to the UK for a little while and freshen up and do something different there with a whole different roster of talent 
maybe, you know, try on something new, expand their character, grow, um, evolve into something different or more. Um, those opportunities are always, you know, to me, that's, that's what makes great performers. And it's, it's where you find the best things. So as they have those opportunities, like guys had, you know, uh, 30 years ago when there were territories in the U S and people could go to all these different places to go to, to have these opportunities, but not just have a place where you can go and do what you do, but to have a place where you can go and continue to grow, learn more, be taught more, um, take things to another level, continue that level of professionalism, but yet also where your career is taken care of, uh, taken care of both, both, you know, financially, but also medically and everything else, you know, you're in the best shape, you quality rings, quality, medical, quality training, quality, everything. It's there professionalizing what we do across the board around the globe. Great. Thanks. And next we will hear from Dave Meltzer with wrestling observer. Hey Dave. Please go ahead. Hey, hey Paul, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. It's a really interesting time. You know, it's a big transition for, for everybody in the business. Uh, Time-wise and just yeah, – yeah, sorry. And, and winners, winners are the fans, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, ultimately, yeah. This is the best time for the fans and best time for the talent in 20 years. Maybe longer. Yep. Um, well, you've, you've talked about a lot of – now, I guess on the, on the draft, I mean, where is – NXT, like, will there be NXT talent drafted to Raw or SmackDown, or perhaps is NXT going to have a rep? I mean, I don't know how the draft thing is going, but will there be a, like, a representative from NXT involved on that draft, on those two draft specials? Or, or you yeah, I, have- I, I think everybody's going to have to wait and see. I, I don't foresee that being something, but like right now, I think the the main focus of the, of the draft itself is Raw and SmackDown as as October 4 comes along and moves forward. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. With, with Fox and, you know, Fox broadcast taking SmackDown and us staying with our partners um, on USA and NBCU, like that, th- those become two very competitive uh, landscapes. I, I'm, I'm of the opinion that, you know, uh, the NXT brand um, will continue to grow. And I think that down the line, you will see as much as I, I will say right now, you know, NXT has grown to where it's, you know, it shouldn't shouldn't be referred to as a developmental brand, even though you know we tend to debut newer stars, um, especially 
over the years, you know, I think people lose perspective of the amount of stars that are absolutely homegrown that had never stepped into the ring before that walked into the performance center, made their, you know, mark in NXT and then moved up the line um, and are now on Raw and SmackDown and, and everything else. But um, I, I still think it needs more time to be considered in that in that same breath. Um, and I think that over the next few months, hopefully we're going to get there very quickly as this show uh does well, but I, I think the draft is much more about creating the brand split um, that that um, that having two distinct rosters between Raw and SmackDown. Um, you, you're going to see that happening, and I and I think that's what this draft is about. Now, um, you know, you mentioned when you talked about the pay per views or the or I should say the takeovers, the big shows that and and. I got the impression from one of your comments a couple, maybe a week or two ago, that you're looking at maybe six this year instead of five. Is, is that correct? And also, in in that realm, you're now going to have two hours of television instead of one. So inherently, you're going to have hopefully twice as many good programs. Although, you know, I I know I realize with the old thing, not every single program was hit on every single one-hour show. But generally, you know, your one-hour show was focusing to build that that thing and now with two hours you certainly have time for you know instead of five matches maybe seven or something like that or and i know you kind of addressed that earlier but i mean in, inherent inherently you're going to with, with two hours you're going to have more programs than you had with one hour i think that isn't that pretty much you know logical yeah i guess but my my point is that the in, in inherently to say there are more programs and they all have to pay off on a takeover i think um isn't necessarily the way that I, I would look at it, I think that the biggest stuff takes place at takeovers and the, the biggest storylines. And, and I think you'll see some of them um, play out because there is there is periods of time between takeovers. So some of those storylines will ebb and flow throughout the show, um, just like they always have. And I think you see that in, in this week's episode with, you know, a large uh impactful matches the the women's match about uh, number one contender you know the the north american championship match with velveteen dream and roderick strong those are all big matches arguably could be on takeovers but we're we're putting them on on tv those those would be taking place whether this switch was happening or not to usa um it's it's all, all part of the storytelling as you get there the the thing that i like about the takeovers in, in the manner that they are one is it's it's fresher they can be intense and go straight through and you don't have lag points or you know they don't get too long um and also for me from a from a talent standpoint i like not putting everything on those takeovers i like talent being hungry and trying to get to their spot on that takeover and if they were on a spot on a takeover a month ago and they're not on a spot on a takeover on this next one, you know, working that much harder to make sure whether that's idea-wise, promo-wise, in-ring-wise, whatever that is, to continue to grow as a performer, that they are in the position to where they are on more of them. You know, they can't all be on every single one. You know, it's a, it's a funny thing that the... You, I think just because of the way things have gone historically, everybody looks and goes, well, yeah, but all the storylines would progress to these takeovers and that's where you would do them. I don't want to look at it that way. You know, if you, if you look at other uh, sports, even a mixed martial arts, UFC, whatever that is, 
that the players take place on different pay-per-view events as they move forward. They're not all on every single one, and the bills are are different, and they and they move around. So I want to maintain that it's not about packing every everything into one show or speeding up the process. Storytelling is storytelling. I don't want to tell it faster. I just want to tell it better. So with Worlds Collide, is that is the the January Worlds Collide? Is that like a one-off thing or? You know, like you mentioned WrestleMania, you're going to have to take over um, WrestleMania week. But as far as, like, say, SummerSlam Survivor Series, is that to be determined, or have you kind of, like, made the call of, of how you're going to be doing the takeovers for, to, to, for 2020? No, we're still, we're still in the process of, of finalizing the, the schedule. Uh, as you can imagine, with, with Raw, SmackDown, all the pay-per-views, all the takeovers, UK... Uh, takeovers and everything else that's coming down the line. Um, there's a lot to schedule, so we're still kind of finalizing all that. But I, the Worlds Collide isn't isn't a one-off event. You know, there's there's value in that. There's value in that brand, um, and and I think that's um, valuable to fans for for them to get to see a different product, um, something that crisscrosses a few things. So I think you'll see uh, you'll see more of those. How many? I'm not 100% sure yet, but you'll see more of them. Well, good luck in getting sleep starting uh, October. <laughs> <For> sleep? <laughs> us, What's that? Not just not just, not, not just you, but all of us. It's going to be it's going to be really exciting. So that's a good thing. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I think that is uh, that's what the this whole thing is about. It's um, and you know uh, I know there's a lot of conversation about competition and everything else, but like the truth is. We compete with ourselves. I want to put the best show possible on every single week now. Um, I want to put the, the the best show possible against Raw, against SmackDown, against anybody. I want to I want to compete against ourselves to have the best show that we can. That competition, um, that's what leads to the best stuff in the business. You know, um, you know, from a from a a product standpoint, when you have competition, it makes everything good. So we create our own. Thanks very much. Thank you. And next we will hear from Henry Holloway with Daily Star. Please go ahead. Hi there. Thanks for talking to us today. <laughs> Thanks, Henry. I guess my first question is, obviously we've seen a few um, main roster talents move down to NXT now, obviously with um, uh, Tyler Breeze and um, Fandango and then Killian Dane. And there's been a lot of um, buzz on social media, as there always is this week, after Kevin Owens' tweet, um, essentially suggesting that maybe NXT could be within his future. So I guess um, maybe you can give us a little look backstage. Um, Is there a buzz about main roster talents wanting to go back to this new look NXT? Look, I think if you're a main roster talent, or in a, and I don't even like using that word. If, if you're a, a talent on Raw, on SmackDown, you now see NXT as a viable opportunity. I think a lot of people, you know, there, there are there's not a week go by that goes by that I don't get a, a call from a Raw or a SmackDown talent saying, "Hey, if you need me for anything, I'd love to come down and work on NXT and and uh, buy the events, or or even on the show, love to be a part of it, or or UK, I'd love to be a part of it." Um, you know, when, when something special like what's happening in NXT is going on, um, people are excited to be a part of it when they then have the opportunity to see that shift from the network and the distribution that it had to USA network with the distribution that it will now have two hours live. Um, it's, it's a, that's a game changer perception wise. So now 
everybody is interested. If you're not in the mix of something incredible right now um, on Raw or SmackDown, you're thinking to yourself, well, I wonder if I could do something there, or I wonder if I could do something here, or if there seems to be no plans for you moving forward, and there's ebbs and flows in everybody's career, so as soon as there's a, you know, a, a, a downtime, yeah, everybody's thinking about it right now. As far as Kevin Owens goes, I think Kevin Owens is one of the best, um, most talented guys in in the industry today. Um mm-hmm. You know, if uh, if there was an opportunity for him to be in NXT, I would jump at it. If if he is legitimately fired, um, I would jump all over that. And um, if there's opportunity for a lot of talent, you know, I, I I don't see the barriers and I don't see any blockage to anyone going anywhere at this point in time. So if the if the opportunity is right for somebody to to make the lateral shift over to a Raw or a SmackDown from NXT or vice versa and come back into NXT or or for the first time come into NXT, if they are talent and feel like they can hang uh, in the ring doing what we do, then uh, love to have them. Thank you very much. And I guess my second question is, um, obviously um, NXT UK will become the, uh, I think it will become the, mo- the default most viewed network exclusive show once um, NXT moves over. So I guess, um, would there be any ambitions in the UK to move NXT UK to a, um, like a broadcaster so it can, it can also be shown live? Or is that a bit too far down the line to be thinking about that? Yeah, I think just like with NXT, we're constantly evaluating where all of our content goes. And, and that includes, um, you know, digital and social so kind of kind of getting that that uh, expansive reach when you when you have a billion social media followers and the number one uh, show on on uh, number one channel on YouTube, um, you, you have a lot of options. So what do we put out there? Where is a constant evaluation process? Some stuff has to live in in that YouTube world and in that in that kind of everybody can just click on and see world. Some of it has to live in our network world and and. Uh, you know, super serve that fan base and some of it has to live on television and get broad distribution across cable or, or uh, network television. So we're constantly evaluating and, and the UK would be no different. If there's an opportunity, uh, we will look at it. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you. And next we will hear from Jim Barceloni with Miami Herald. Please go ahead. Hey, Jim. Hey, congratulations. I was just curious about, I know you talked about two hours, but I was curious about the thought process and decision to go two hours compared to one hour or even three hours. Well, um, just me personally, I wouldn't want to go three hours. It, it, every hour that you add gets exponentially harder. It it, it really does. Um, two hours, so for the last, uh, I don't know, couple of years, one of the more difficult things in the NXT brand has been um, just uh, bandwidth of we have a lot of talent and I'd like to debut them and I would like to get them on TV and I would like to put them here and I don't have the space. So as you, you know, you were constantly building or or building storylines towards takeovers and everything else. And with an hour show, the real estate of where you could put people, there was constant, every single episode that we would do, I would be like, man, I would really like to get this person on the show and I just don't have the space for it, man. I would really like to debut this person or get them out there. And, um, 
just running out of room. So the two hours to me is not about speeding up anything or storylines or increasing the amount of time that you see talent. It's about having the opportunity to debut more and letting more talent shine, which, you know, I talked about a few minutes ago about the competitiveness of that. When you give an opportunity for more talent to shine and for them to have more uh, opportunity to step up to the plate and take a swing, you're, you're creating competition for spots. You're creating now competition for everybody in those spots is going to be co- creating, you know, their own opportunities to make it to takeovers and to do more. So all of a sudden, if you're, you know, at the top of the card, you're looking backwards and going, man, all, all of a sudden there's all these new talent on the show. I got to step up my game and they're going to step up their game. So, you know, it, it's a competitive environment that makes everybody better. And that is really the two hours to me is, is an awesome, awesome opportunity for us to debut a lot of talent that have been chomping at the bit to show the world who they are. And uh, they're going to get that opportunity now and they're going to get it in the biggest way possible uh, on the USA network live every single week for two, you know, two hours a week. And also, Paul, NXT has just morphed into its own huge brand. And it, it really isn't developmental anymore, per se. I'm just wondering, is there any thought process of resurrecting something like FCW or calling something else for the house shows and making its own developmental brand? Yeah, it's it's something that we're, we're you know, looking at always of, of um, kind of uh, – stepping forward and evolving that process of like, you know, as as you talk about the local shows in the Florida area, what are those shows? And as the opportunity for NXT as a brand grows and now um, has a different platform on USA, obviously the opportunity to do more and bigger things, but you also don't want to lose the chance for uh, somebody that's, that's kind of just getting their feet wet in the ring to step in there and get those reps and have that opportunity um, to 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 grow and to shine. That's how you get great at this business is is um, by doing it and by you know then stepping back into some place like the performance center and having people help you and evaluate you and tell you what you need to work on and then going back out there and getting to apply those things. So it's absolutely something that we're looking at of figuring out the best way to make those things continue and move forward. Um, so that everybody has the, the the opportunity to step up to the plate and uh, and continue to grow. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Savannah. We have time for one more question, and we will take our final question from Justin Labar with TribLive.com. Hey, Justin. Go ahead. Hey, Paul. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. Hey, uh, so NXT, you know, weekly, it's going to still be in full sale. Um, just wondering if you could talk a little about about the decision. If it's you know kind of as simple as if it's not broke, don't fix it. Is it more expense conscious, or is it hey, it makes the takeovers when you travel more attractive, or just you know what what kind of went into the whole decision to do live TV but but keep it at full sale with that that intimate crowd? I think all the things that you just mentioned were all put on the table, all evaluated um, to try to figure out the best way to do this. Um, to be honest, for me. Um, and I know we evaluated, but it really wasn't a much of a, a question for me. I always felt like the, the home 
you know, at full sail, full sail. I cannot state how incredible our partners are at full sail university and just their, um, desire, you know, we, we, we kind of fit into the same realm of education in a way of, you know, their students getting to shadow our professionals and work on these shows and getting real life experience and learning all the things that go into live event production. And, and now with that opportunity being live on USA Network, it's just a whole nother level of education for them. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're aware that tickets sales there go into scholarship funds for students at full sale. And, you know, it's just a really meaningful and, and great partnership. But the other thing that's happened over the course of time for me is that the fans that come to full sale, um, they're just as much a part of this brand as um, the talent and the people behind the scenes that are making it happen. Like they are so passionate and they're so invested in the product. And, you know, um, even, even to just, you know, being a part of it themselves and, and creating their own events outside of coming to our shows and traveling and, and seeing stuff. And they're, they're just, when I say we are NXT, they're every bit a part of that. We, um, as anybody else is. And for that reason alone, I want to do this with them. I want to, I don't want to just say, Hey, we had an opportunity to grow and now it's time for us to, uh, to leave our hometown and, and spread our wings and go out there in other places. Uh, in this time, to me, I want to bring the world to them and I want to, to, to bring them on this journey with us and, and have them, um, you know, in, in two days, we're going to be at full sale for this first event and it's going to be live. Um, on USA. And I can't wait for them to be able to like say as, and as much as it's been on the network and we've done takeovers and all that stuff, like this is, this is different. This is USA network. It doesn't get a whole lot bigger than this. And for them to stake their claim, I can only imagine the energy that is going to be coming out of full sale on, on Wednesday. Um, it's as much our, our home as it is theirs. And, and, uh, you know, it's 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 kind of become this NXT's Fight Club little location that that uh, that they're a part of, and they're loyal to it, and they're proud of it. And man, they uh, they they want to be there, and they want their voices heard, just like the talent in NXT want to show the world what they can do. They want to show the world what their brand is, um, and it's NXT, and they're proud of it, just like we are. So I'm thrilled that we're there. I'm thrilled that they're coming on this journey with us. And uh, I want their voices when, when every Wednesday night, they're going to get the opportunity for their voices to be heard around the world. Well, and to that point, you know, there is this, this, this happy energy that, that goes on to full sale in NXT and has obviously brought success. Um, I guess my other question would be, as you noted, you're adding another hour. So that's more programming. That's, that's more talent to keep track of and stories to tell. Uh, I think there's been a lot of question amongst fans in the media about does this, how does this change or expand the creative process that you have and how many people are involved in it? Because I think, you know, uh, a kind of a common fear is that maybe, you know, too many people are going to get involved or too many cooks in the kitchen, which, you know, maybe that can, you know, reflect on Raw or SmackDown in some way. So how does this change your creative process to get two hours live done every week? It, from a from a creative side of, of creating the, the actual storylines in the shows, it doesn't change. We've had a team that I've really liked um, for a long period of time 
that is central to doing this. They're exclusive to us. It's what they do, and they've been our team for a long period of time. They oversee NXT and and also sort of kind of have some oversight of the UK and um that that's been core and and part of that core is you know is having uh guys like Brian James down there and also Sean you know Michaels I can't say enough of of us all being able to work together with the writing team that we have and and create stuff magic like we do R- William Regal of course a part of that Matt Bloom Sarah Motto like everybody kind of weighs in and has their part of it um that's not going to change where this has changed for us from a from a team standpoint is now obviously there's a lot more integration that happens so and 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 by that what i mean is um when things happen on nxt now there the world is is getting it all at once and you have to be ready for that and you have to be ready for that digitally social media wise you have to be ready for that pr wise you have to be ready for that um you know with your with your partner usa you have to be ready for that with your partners in in that are advertising with you and and um and sponsoring you which you know that that's a little bit of a different stuff so the team expands in the communication side of expanding those roles of who's communicating with who to ensure that the product is always in a uh, has a continuity of where it's headed across everything pr social digital everything um that's the expansion but as far as the creative of it goes you know i've read a lot of speculation about oh different people getting involved and and uh in and it changing it isn't changing it isn't it isn't changing it's it's working there's a reason why it's working and we're keeping it what it is from a creative standpoint the team is the team and uh we're looking forward to that expansion to two hours and uh like i say i say it all the time there's a pride that comes with nxt um of everybody that's involved in it and what we're doing and in this moment i think that's the most evident it's ever been this team is chomping at the bit to show the world um you know what what we do that we are nxt and and uh to to show them all you know they 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 can't wait and neither can i well thank you very much for doing this we appreciate it and uh good luck Wednesday thank you justin well thank and you everybody time, Oops, sorry go ahead at this time i'd just like to turn it over to mr levex for any additional or closing remarks well, thank you very much um I appreciate all the questions. They were a really good uh, mix today. And, and uh, <clears throat> you know, obviously there's going to be a lot more as we move forward because this is a work in progress and, and uh, this is going to grow and shift and move fast. So I would love to not only continue to do this, and I've been asked that, is, is this going to continue or is this going to go away uh, because of the move to USA and the increased exposure? Um, I would like to not only continue it, but to increase this outreach and, and the connectivity that, uh, that the brand has with all of you and, um, you know, keep, keep that, that communication line open. So I look forward to doing this. I really appreciate everybody's interest and, and the questions and, um, you know, exciting time. I really look forward to the next, uh, you know, months and, and weeks and, and showing the world what we do, who we are and uh, continuing to put on what I feel are the best storylines 
in the industry, the best talent in the industry, um, and uh, and show the world what we do that we are NXT. Thank you very much.